Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. So if you are anything like me or the hundreds of women and people that I've worked with, you've probably had blood tests done and then been told everything's fine. Yet the reason you went to get said blood tests done is because you do not feel fine. So in this podcast today, I'm sharing with you a different perspective or a different angle and really looking at why some simple blood work can actually really unlock your healing, give you answers, even if you've been told everything is fine. So I'm sharing with you a more holistic, more optimized um, view of your data, essentially of your body, because chances are if you've been told everything is fine with your blood work, but you do not feel fine, you are the one who's right there. But we're so used to and conditioned and often expect to be fobbed off that we just give up and we just accept feeling awful. And part of the bit the bit of my job that I really don't like as a holistic nutritionist is hearing people's stories about how long they have spent feeling awful. How many years they have spent feeling embarrassed, l- fatigued, low energy, how it's affected their sex lives, how it's affected their parenting, their career, their dream job, their earning potential, because they've just accepted that they feel crap, that that's it, that there's nothing they could do. Everything's normal. Everything's fine. All the blood tests come up normal. Nothing going on here. And that is not okay in my book. So I want to empower you with the information and just educate you actually on why some of the simple data you can easily collect from your GP. You probably have historical blood work even now that you can go and get copies of. You can go look up on the app if you're in England, like you can actually access and really look, okay, what it could be going on there? What are some of the patterns? So this is going to be a really informative and helpful episode for you. And I'm going through my own recent blood work and what um, I've learned from that. So yay, yay for all the nutritional science geekery. Because <laughs> that, I think, in terms of my work as a holistic nutritionist, I think people do find the my nutritional geekery. Run, I always run lab tests with clients. I literally have spreadsheets where I collate all of my clients' historical like lab data, like inflammatory markers, all these things so we can collate it and look at patterns when we run gut tests and look at the um, gut microbiome and we'll look at hormones and we'll look at thyroid and all of these different kind of things. And I'm a re- I take a really whole person holistic approach because from my understanding of the research, that seems to be the most effective way for so many of the symptoms that I work with, which is women with awful IBS, women with digestive issues, bloating, autoimmune conditions, skin issues, heavy periods, painful periods, irregular periods, just awful periods. (laughs) Essentially, and there's so much that you can do about them. So I really don't want you just to keep suffering and struggling and being uncomfortable and being embarrassed and being fatigued and being your confidence being impacted, your ability to earn money being impacted, because this is your life. This is your one life. And I really want you to know that things can change. And this podcast is going to help with that. So we are going to be diving into that. And then other news here, I'm currently sitting at my desk. I've got a big vase of daffodils just kind of dancing in front of me. And I am, I am glad the season has changed. We've just had 
Easter weekend as I'm recording this introduction and um my you know I have three small children twin girls and a boy and there's some very challenging moments with them but this weekend oh there were some super cute ones honestly we went on an easter egg hunt that didn't didn't end up in tantrums screamings people running onto the road nearly getting run over none of that it was just like cuteness personified it was very cute the girls even kept their little bunny easter bunny ear hairbed headbands on for the whole time obviously my son refused to wear them but fair enough <laughs> he's four this <laughs> prerogatives here uh it was just very cute and the girls it took them like five minutes to realize the eggs we were collecting were like dark chocolate eggs like little mini I'd managed to find some like mini dark chocolate eggs for them collect to go that I'd basically hidden some dark chocolate easter bunnies in like this hole in a tree that we often walk to anyway this is all very long-winded but it was very cute <laughs> very cute uh, so that has been happening here and there's been yeah just a lot going on behind the scenes which I'll talk about at some point but um, there's just been lots of change in terms of just own personal life and it's been a really hard couple of months, I'm not going to lie. So I've been making some changes into how I do my work and how I do my life, all of these kind of things. And I'll talk about that at some point. Um, and in this episode, I'm sharing with you some of the recent lab results that I got um, to really help. I know a couple of episodes with you, I shared my holistic approaches to supporting depression and anxiety. And the reason I shared that with you is just to be honest and say I have been really struggling with my own well-being and mental health really the last couple of months and so these are the things I'm implementing and one of those things was getting some blood work done so I practice what I preach my that's a really important part of this when I'm working with clients is that I'm not asking them to do things I haven't done or wouldn't do that's um, a big part of what I do as a holistic nutritionist anyway so I am this wonderful blend of a super geeky and super holistic approach and I honestly do think that's why clients see incredible results I actually um I support my clients in between sessions on Voxer and so I was just checks check checking checking Voxer yesterday and one of my clients who have been working super hard with has lived with decades of gut issues like really bad very similar to me actually in terms of um awful diarrhea I don't think she ever struggled with bowel incontinence like I have well did haven't thankfully for a very long time but an IBS and bloating and pain and anxiety she also had a lot of like panic and these kind of things and she had made loads of progress we totally shifted her relationship with food all these kind of things but she was still getting occasional loose stools and so we had to rework some things um we um focused we've been focusing a little bit more on supporting her with histamine in her body and histamine in the food that she eats whilst also balancing a really healthy relationship with food I often have to do that with clients is how do we eat in a way that's really healing to the body and that and that can sometimes mean restricting food groups temporarily but how do we do that in a way that creates that still supports a really healthy relationship with food, not a relationship with food based on fear or restriction. That's a really important part of my practice um, because I see too often people begin down these paths of healing their gut and healing their hormones. And before they know it, they're just, they're only focused on food restriction. And over time, they end up with a really disordered relationship with eating, with food and with their bodies. And that is not healthy for your uh, for your nervous system. And that is not in my opinion what health actually looks like but there is a bit of a fine line sometimes so anyway so we've been working with histamine and she just um, messaged me to be like I've been having normal poos and she's so because she's not had normal poos consistently for years and years and years and trust me I eat every day 
when I have a normal poo, which I do now, two normal poos every day, I am so effing grateful. It's just so good. Just have boring poo, you know? Just, oh, oh, I need the toilet. Okay. Go to the toilet, do poo, done. Twice a day, boom, boom. No drama. No excess time taken. No, like, fear of if I'm going to, like, poop my pants. No bloating. No pain. No disgust. It's just the best. And you really will not appreciate that if you've never struggled with your poo. Maybe you listen to this more because your parents are just awful and you actually poop like a trooper, which is great. But if you have struggled with your poo, you'll know. You'll know. We're, we're part of, like, a little club where if you don't, if you never experience the drama, you don't know the drama. It's like bloating at my sister never really struggled with bloating. And then I think a few years ago, she got bloated with something, like randomly. It wasn't a consistent thing for her. And she was like, oh my gosh, Kezia, being bloated is awful. Because <laughs> she was always just a bit like, yeah, oh yeah, bloating, whatever. And then she was like, you, had, you were bloated all the time. This must have felt so uncomfortable. I was like, yes, Jess, it did. <laughs> anyway. I am rambling. So those are a couple of little life updates, but I have, I have a couple of really exciting things for you happening in April and in May. So the first thing is a brand new um, workshop that you can get access to for free that is called Beat the Bloat. It's my Beat the Bloat workshop. I actually ran this workshop last year and it was paid to come, um, but I really want to give this to you for free because I really share with you the three-part framework, kind of my beat the bloat methodology, which is a three-part framework in the workshop. I'll go through it. And then at the end of the workshop, you'll be able to create your own beat the bloat plan of action based on this methodology that I know works. That's holistic, it's evidence-based, and I've used it time and time again with clients. So if you are wanting to beat the bloat and if you're wanting to balance your hormones, because hormonal health depends on good gut health, just putting out there, hormonal health depends on good gut health and um, detoxification. And we cover that in this workshop. So whether you're struggling with bloating, bowels, and constipation, all these things I've just spoke about, or if you're just really struggling with heavy, awful periods, beat the bloat workshop. If you want to fix your belly, fix your periods, also fix your mental health, not fix your mental health, your brain is wonderful. Even if your experience of it right now is, is that it's struggling, your brain is truly wonderful. If you want to support your mental health, then this workshop is for you. So it's about, um, I think it's about 75 minutes long. Uh, it's free. You can get instant access to it. I got really good feedback from it before. It's very practical um, and it's available for you right now. So you can go to keziahall.com forward slash beat, B-E-A-T. How you spell it? Oh God, me and my letters. Yeah, keziahall.com forward slash beat. Like beat the bloat, but just beat. Um, and you can sign up, put in your email address and you will get instant access to it. You can watch it all in one go. You can watch it in stages. You can listen to me at double time. You can slow it right down. I really recommend that. And then I'll also be following up personally with some emails once you've signed up to that, just to check in. I want to make sure you know exactly what your next steps are. And just to give you a bit of that free personalized support. I talk on this podcast all the time about the smoke support and blah, 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 blah. So I want to give that opportunity for you. Um, if, if that's something that you need. So that's the first thing. So keziahall.com forward slash beat to access the Beat the Bloat workshop um, that goes through my Beat the Bloat three-part methodology to help you create a flatter belly and more balanced hormones. So if you want those things, more balanced hormones and a flatter belly in the next three to four weeks, that's the workshop for you. And second thing, if you know, actually Kezia, I've maybe done workshops of yours before, or I've done other things before, I really just need some one-to-one -one help. Then I am offering for a limited period of time a, the Beat the Bloat Bootcamp, which is a one-to-one, -one, a really sh um, kind of 
shorter, I suppose, one-to-one bootcamp program. Because I suppose bootcamps normally only last like five days or something, but this is going to be a three-week, one-to-one, bespoke, personalized program where we work together. I do a complete holistic health assessment on you, give you a complete bespoke strategy, plan of action, support, resources, basically telling you exactly what to do so that you can beat the bloat, create a flatter belly, create boring poos, and balanced, happy pain-free periods. It's totally tailored for you. It involves um, a couple of uh, one-to-one consultations, support in between, uh, your bespoke kind of personalized program. And it's obviously a much lower cost than um, my usual one-to-one program, which is longer. And I've also got payment plans available. So this is a really, really affordable way for you to come and work with me personally, one-to-one, get that bespoke private support. You can add on extra lab tests if you want to, but you actually don't need to for this if, if you're wanting to keep the cost down. And if you're listening to this live the week that this comes out, I'll also have a specially early bird um, discount as well. So if you sign up quick, quick, then you'll also even get, save even more money. But this is a really affordable way of getting started. And you'll get a complete plan of action. You'll get the support to help you iron out some of the changes. You'll get a bit of follow-up support as well. And you will know exactly the exact personalized strategy you need to create a flatter belly, to get rid of the IBS, to balance your hormones, to have normal pain-free periods, and to just have dull-ass poo every day. <laughs> so if any of that sounds appealing come and work with me. It's only going to be available, um, I think until the start of May, I think the 7th of May, that's when I'll kind of shut the doors to that. Um, but I would love to work with you in this kind of short and more bootcamp experience. So that's the beat the bloat bootcamp. You can go to keziahall.com forward slash bootcamp and all the information will be there. You can sign up, you can sign up directly and just pay, or you can book a call with me first and we can chat it through. Both options are available. I have my 14 day money back guarantee. So if you sign up, you have 14 days to chat it through and change your mind before you, we do any of the calls, before we start the bootcamp itself. And so either way, you can get started today. Spaces are limited. I haven't quite decided how many I will have, but probably be about six maximum and I'm only going to be selling them or they're only available for a couple of weeks. So I would love to work with you in that way. Otherwise, let's dive in to today's workshop or podcast, or whatever it is. I've, I've lost track of it. Okay, so today we are looking at why simple blood work can unlock your healing. So if you're anything like the majority of people I talk to and my clients, you have maybe struggled with some symptoms, fatigue, maybe anxiety, depression. You may have been wondering if your thyroid is off, your periods maybe have been awful for a long time, or suddenly become really heavy or really sporadic or irregular or really painful and leaking and you're having to change your cup like every hour or you're suddenly getting digestive issues and you're like what's going on here all your digestive issues have gotten worse you've gone to the doctors they've maybe run some blood work and you've been told everything is quote-unquote normal but the reason you went to the doctors is because you obviously knew that things don't feel normal and then you're told no everything's normal and essentially get fobbed off a lot of the time that's not always the case but this is the pattern I see a lot. And that is why I really want you to understand and get a little bit more educated and empowered around what simple blood work can mean. And actually that there's so much more information in that. And actually when you 
um, can understand more of your data and become more empowered around the data of your body, which is a lot of what I do as a holistic nutritionist is gathering lots of types of data. I organize it, I categorize it, and therefore we then figure out what is happening with you uniquely of the why behind your heavy periods, the why behind the pain, the why before your awful PMS, the why for your IBS, the why for your bloating, the why for your psoriasis, the why for your eczema. Because then when you know what your unique whys are, you actually can then target those symptoms and see them change and shift and disappear very quickly. So this episode, I want you to understand why simple blood work can really help and unlock your healing. And I'm going to use myself as an example here with some recent blood work that I've had done. So just to reiterate a couple of things. I'm a holistic nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I don't practice medicine that way. I'm also, it's not my role to diagnose things or anything along those lines. So when I'm looking at blood work, I'm just really, I have a really different framework and perspective. I'm not looking for diagnosis. I'm not looking even within the standard NHS diagnosis criteria, the NICE guidelines, any of these kinds of things. I'm really just looking for patterns. I'm looking for optimization and I'm looking at what um, how the body is functioning. And the more um, blood test results a client has, the more you can notice their patterns because you might get, and, and this happens a lot with people I work with, that, that their blood tests all come back quote unquote normal. So what that their GP means is that there's no, that it's all within the designated reference ranges, which is great. So that means, um, you know, your um, inflammatory markers are within range, meaning they're not past a certain point where we know from research that you could be having an inflammatory disease, for example, or your iron levels. Again, your ferritin might be within range. Your vitamin D is over 50, but maybe you're like 52 or something and you get told everything's normal. But really what I look at as a holistic nutritionist is optimum. So the optimal range for vitamin D, depending on the person and skin um, tone and where they live and their health conditions, you're really looking at like 80, 90 of vitamin D. So you can see how, yes, 52 is totally within range. Your doctor would say everything's normal, but from my perspective, that is low and that could be contributing to your symptoms. But it doesn't necessarily mean you have clinically low vitamin D. And that's where my perspective comes in and kind of dovetails. You, it's helpful to have both. So this isn't like, oh, doctors are terrible. No, they're great. Well, some are terrible, like every human. Some are great, some are not. But a lot of them are really well-meaning and can be really useful. I just had a client actually this morning send over some blood test results. Her GP uh, ran for her that I asked her to go and run. And her GP was lovely about running it. And she ran all the tests I asked for because it's really great if we can all work together. You know, teamwork makes the dream work, guys. So this isn't really like me and them and holistic is better. It's actually about let's really get um, how I look at data is really different to how GP and both perspectives are really useful. But most of the people that I work with have been told everything is normal, yet their day to day experience is one of struggle, of fatigue, of anxiety, of depression, of bloating, of uncomfortable mild movements, of heavy, painful, irregular periods of weight gain. That is their day to day experience. And so then they can feel it can be very disempowering to be told, no, 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 you're fine. Someone who has authority, like a doctor, tells you, no, no, you're fine, when actually in your day-to-day, you're like, I am not fine. Who then do you believe? And that is a that is a wider issue of our medical system in terms of um, the hierarchy. Anyway, which I'm not going to get into here. So 
Simple blood work. So recently I shared a while ago, I've been struggling with my own mental health and really ramping up the support there. And one thing I mentioned that I was gonna do there was just check in with my own blood test results. I hadn't actually had a blood test since I've given birth to twins. So, you know, birth comes with blood loss and hormone changes. So I just ran a really simple blood test. I did this privately um, just for ease and speed um, with things. So, and I really just want to check a couple of different markers. So I'm not gonna go through every single marker that you can get on a blood test. I'm gonna go through the most common ones and really help you to see what this could unlock for you. So I already talked about vitamin D. So vitamin D really affects so many things. It can affect your hormones, your energy, your mental health, your immune function. So let's say, for example, you coming to me and you're having recurrent thrush. You might be like, what the flip has that got to do with vitamin D? And it isn't directly impacting, meaning low vitamin D does not give you thrush. Like, yes, we know that. So it, these things that I'm talking about are um, part of that bigger holistic picture, but low vitamin D means your immune system is going to be struggling and isn't going to be functioning as optimally because immune vitamin D is essential for good immune uh, a good healthy immune system. That's really clear in the research. Vitamin D is really important for keeping off viral infections. It's really important for um, fighting off bacterial uh, things. It's really important for your hormones, for your mental health, for so many things. But let's go back to this thrush example. So you might be coming to me and you're like, oh, I've had recurrent thrush. Doc I've tried all the creams from the doctor. I've taken the antifungal medication from the doctor. It just keeps coming back. I've changed all my pants. I've done literally all the things. I've tried coconut oil. I've put yogurt on myself. I've put like all the stuff at the pharmacy and it's this recurring thing and it's uncomfortable and awful. So from your blood work, if we, that come back as your vitamin D is being low, that would make so much sense because um, a recurrent thrush, um, especially on the, in, what am I trying to say? Genital thrush is often more of a picture of your gut microbiome. And if there's, if you have a regular recurrent genital thrush, you probably got yeast overgrowth and dysbiosis in your gut microbiome. Generally speaking, that's an assumption we can make. And that, but I tend to not make assumptions. That's why I will test your gut microbiome. But I'd gamble and put money on the fact that when we tested your gut microbiome, it would come back as excess yeast and probably some bacterial or parasitic infection because that often underpins. If you have yeast, it's often not just because of the yeast, it's because of something else has made the opportunity for yeast to grow, if that makes sense. So vitamin D, your immune systems though, if you've got a low immune system, you're going to really struggle to keep on top of this kind of yeast overgrowth. So vitamin D and then mental health, if you're struggling with low mood, low vitamin D is not going to help your mood at all. That's one of the reasons I wanted to check my own vitamin D levels because I was like, well, I'm struggling with my mental health, right? Knowing my own history, I have historically been low in vitamin D in the past. Um, and I want to check. Now I did thankfully check and thankfully my vitamin D levels are optimal. I was at 97. Brilliant. So that was a great optimal vitamin D level. Um, but that's just one example. Okay. The next thing you might look at is B12. So you might be going to the doctor really fatigued. Your brain is just feeling a bit fudgier and slower and you're just like, oh, I'm getting old or it's because I've got young kids or it's because I've just had a baby or it's because of menopause or whatever it is. And actually B12 plays a really important role in your energy, in your DNA synthesis. It plays a role in your detoxification. So again, you might be struggling with um, really awful periods and fatigue and the week or two before you start bleeding, you are really anxious, really depressed and everything just crashes. And then on your period itself, you just feel really exhausted and maybe it's really heavy. Now, that those symptoms are not 
happening because your B12 is low, but low B12 will be contributing to those. Does that make sense? So the reason for your per heavy periods, the root, the, the, it's not cause and effect. Low B12 gives you heavy periods. No, but if your B12 is low, you're going to be struggling with that energy replication. You're going to be struggling with DNA replication. You're going to be your cognitive function, low B12, even if you're just on the lower end, even if you're within, re within reference range, that can really affect your mood, your energy, your scent, your cognitive functions, all of these kind of things, your detoxification and your detoxification really plays a role. Your meaning your liver in this case really plays a role in your hormone balance. Next thing that might come up commonly, so B12 is often tested in the UK by your GP, you'd often see that. Other marker that you might see tested regularly would be things like HbA1c. This is a great marker of testing basically your insulin management or your blood sugar management. So it's a marker that will give you the average functioning of your, um, let's just call it blood sugar management of the last three months, your HbA1c. And often this gets tested in case the doctors are worried that there is any pre-diabetes or um, type 2 diabetes, or I suppose type 1 as well, occurring as well. Because if you're above the reference range, then that is you, that's one of the markers for being pre-diabetic. But even if you're not in that range, so I got mine tested recently and I know I'm not pre-diabetic and I'm not at risk of that. But I really want to check what is how is my blood sugar management? Because again, my insulin management insulin being the hormone that helps to regulate the amount of glucose in my blood really affects my hormone um, um, my hormone production. It really affects my mental health. So I, it's again, it's a really, it's not, um, it, it's, this isn't about looking for a diagnosis. I wasn't looking for a diabetes diagnosis. I know I'm not diabetic. So it's not about that, but I'm looking for the functioning of my body is have I been doing a good job of supporting my insulin? Have I been eating too much glucose for me? Have I been having poor insulin regulation? Because that would really impact my mental health. If I have clients, which I do, most of my clients struggle with anxiety or depression or other uh, mental health issues, really need to hone in on their insulin management. And this is a marker that you can look at. And thankfully mine was, um, mine had improved since I'd last tested it, which was good, but it was still, it's still not quite slap bang in the middle. I do still have some insulin regulation issues, mainly that my, um, I know from wearing a continuous blood glucose monitor, my insulin actually drops off. I have a bit of like reactive hypoglycemia, uh, glycemia where my blood sugar doesn't necessarily go high. It just suddenly goes low sometimes for no reason. So I know, but generally speaking, that was looking good and had improved since I'd last looked at it. So that's another marker that, especially if you've gained weight, and this hasn't been the case for me, but if you've gained a lot of belly fat, you might want to look at your HbA1c or come and work with me so I can have a look at it. Because if your insulin management is off, if you're in that top third of your HbA1c, you might quote unquote be in reference range. You're not going to be in that pre-diabetic category. There's no diagnosis, but it still tells us information about your insulin management. And yes, insulin helps to regulate glucose in the blood, but it's also a fat storage hormone. So if you've just, like the last couple of years, I've just gained loads of weight, uh, loads of weight and fat, especially around my middle. You want to look at your HbA1c. That can tell you a lot of information about how much your insulin management is playing a role in your fat storage. So these, again, this is all something that you would get done regularly by the doctor. They also will look at things like liver markers as well. So these would be things like your ALP, your AST, ALT, and these, again, the doctor will use them 
in terms of um, di disease diagnosis and these kind of things, and they probably will always come up normal, but based on research and from a more holistic functional lens, we know that things like if I have a client whose ALT level is like slightly above optimal, then that pushes me to think, and again, this isn't diagnostic, but it makes me think, okay, there's maybe adiposity going on, excess androgens maybe, and there's some like early liver impact happening. Whereas if I get a client whose ALP, a different liver marker is not opt, is in reference range, but not necessarily within that optimal range, that's telling me about their, um, I call it like their bees, their bone health, their barriers, so their intestinal lining barriers especially, and their bile. So you can start to see like, oh, okay, you can gather all of these different pictures. Then you also get things like inflammatory markers, ESR, CRP are commonly tested. And those can really help you to see how much, these are just pure inflammation markers that you actually don't want there at all. So even just within range, but just within range, CRP or just within range, ESR tells you that there's inflammation happening. So I tell you all this because I want you, A, to know that your experience in your body matters and you don't, um, that it means something. The heavy periods, the IBS, the bloating, all of that means something. You're not making it up. It's not all in your head. It all means something. And it's your job to really advocate for yourself. And also you might need another set of eyes. That's what I do with my clients. And so if you want to come and work with me, please do that. Um, but I want you to know that there is a reason for what you feel that way. And the symptoms that you have, the majority of the symptoms that I've mentioned here today on the podcast are things that can go away. And so we have been so used to being fobbed off that we then just spend a lot of our days and years and decades suffering with awful periods, irregular, painful, horrible IBS, embarrassing, smelly, stinky poo and wind, low energy, low libido, low confidence, hating our bodies, struggling through the day through that kind of wading through brain fog. And none of that is at all, none of that is necessary, actually. All of those symptoms are just your body saying it needs something. And when you can understand what your symptom is saying, or like we've talked about today, understand what some of the data means, you can actually give your body what it needs and it will work with you and for you. Your body actually isn't here just to like get at you and make your life awful. It's here to really help you. So with my own um uh, using myself as an example, I recently did my own blood test results and thankfully most of my markers came back fine. My iron was fine, which I knew it kind of would be because I've never really struggled with iron, but my B12 was actually on the lower side. So the reference range for B12 is roughly, you want 300 and above, like 300 to just under 600 is the rough reference range. And I was at like 322. So instantly I'm like, okay, well that is not going to be helping my brain. That is not going to be helping my mental health. That is not going to be helping me. So I've started on um, a decent dose of uh, good quality B12 and some other B vitamins as well. And even within a couple of days of taking that, my brain started to feel a little bit better. Some of that will be a placebo, of course, but who cares? The goal, is, the goal is feeling better. And then when I retest in probably about six months time, I would expect that to be more in that nice middle range. So understanding 
just some simple blood work and not allowing yourself to be fobbed off can be really important. And that's kind of a lot of the work that I do with my clients. A, it's gathering and understanding the data, helping them advocate for themselves, helping them get the right blood tests and working with whatever other care providers that they have. This isn't a competition. It's really about um, you, whatever it takes for you to feel better. Um, but it can be really impact. It can be so helpful to understand what your blood work means. But the main takeaway I want is for you to really take your symptoms seriously, actually, and know that you deserve to feel good and know that if you are struggling, if you've been struggling with a symptom, heavy periods, awful PMS, awful bloating, painful stomach, irregular, awful, embarrassing bowels, low energy, skin conditions, like fertility issues, awful sleep, random weight gain. If you've been struggling with any of those symptoms, they really do mean something. That me- They mean there's imbalances going on within your biology. And when you address those imbalances, those symptoms can massively reduce or a lot of the time go away completely. And I know that might sound like, oh, like, well, not for me, Kezia, yeah, I've tried this all before and it doesn't work. No, it, act, it isn't magic. It really is strategic and um, it's strategy and science applied to your body. And most of the time when it comes to your health, when it comes to you dealing with your IBS, you've actually probably not had a very scientific and strategic approach. You've just, I'll try a probiotic. Oh, I'll try and ditch dairy and hope it works. Oh, I'll go vegan and hopes it works. There's been no real strategy and no real science applied. So when you apply those things, which is what I do with my clients all the time and why they see incredible results, that's when you actually are like, oh, like, like I I literally had a message on Voxer from a client who've been working together after literally decades of gut issues and she was just being like whoa whoa Kezia my poos I've had some normal poos and we've been working on this for a a little while now the bloating had mainly gone so much of her gut issues had improved but she wasn't having that consistent normal bowel movement she messaged me today we made some changes we applied a strategy in the science we ran lots of labs, those kinds of things. And she's like, yeah, I'm starting to have normal poos. I'm starting to have a flat tummy. I'm starting to feel good. Like, yes, it's available. And she'd been struggling for decades. And it wasn't because like I did something magical that she'd never even thought of before. I act, We actually just applied a strategic approach based on her symptoms and what they mean. Does that make sense? So I hope this is helpful. I hope you feel inspired and encouraged. And if you need my help, you can go to keziahall.com, click the work with me page, all the information there. Um, and then do come and join me in the Beat the Bloat workshop. This, if you're looking to create perfect periods and to beat the blow and create a lovely flat belly, come and join the Beat the Bloat workshop because when if you want to create happier hormones and a happier belly, you need to shift your gut microbiome. And in the Beat the Bloat workshop, I'm sharing with you the three foundations of what to eat, what your root causes are, and also how to accelerate your progress with this three-step plan and program. So that's keziahall.com forward slash beat. You can sign up, watch the workshop anytime, you'll access it instantly. And yeah, I would love to help you and share that information with you for free. Okay, have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love. 
I'm so glad that you tuned into this podcast. And if you like the show, please share it, take a screenshot, send an email, a WhatsApp, a message to a friend. I would love for this free resource to get into the ears of as many people as possible so that more and more women can become as well, as healthy, as vibrant, and as confident as they uniquely can be. And don't forget to sign up to access the Beat the Bloat workshop. This is a really highly valuable, super practical, hour-long workshop that's going to help you to create a flatter belly, more energy, and happy, boring, pain-free periods. So that's at keziahall.com forward slash beat. And I can't wait to see you next week on the show. Lots of love. Bye.